Hey everyone, I am Reva and just want to take a moment and thank you for listening to our studio podcast. Although we are here in Greenville, South Carolina, we are grateful for your support to see the message of Jesus go out all over the world. In case you are not aware, we have a YouTube channel, which you can find the link in our podcast bio. We hope you enjoy this week's talk and it encourages you and it helps you to be the human God designed you to be. So with that, let's get right to it. And so we have Pastor Joe Zellis speaking this morning. Would you stand to your feet and give him a warm, warm welcome as he comes this morning? I'm, I'm Hispanic, so I got to put a timer. Um, so, but let's use this one instead. Yep. This is uh, surreal. And uh, let me tell you why. I've been um, following this couple for, seems, about 2009. And I've been following what they have done in Bethel um, with their family. And, of course, a lot of you and most of you uh, be following Bethel music and everything that they have done. And the impact that they have worldwide. And being here today with people that you admire and listen for so many years and speaking into, it's really surreal. So I cannot say that this is a dream because I never dream of this. <laughs> I, I, I never uh, thought about having them in Greenville. It's, it's when I hear about when they come in to me, it was like, hold on a minute, what these two are doing? <laughs> they have a global platform and they decide to come here. And I know Greenville is the best of the state, right? And I live in Lyman, but Greenville is the best of the state, I believe. So uh, I've been here since 2004, so I'm, I'm from here. You're going to hear a strong accent, as you can tell. Um, so I'm Puerto Rican and Southern. And actually, actually, I'm from Ponce, Puerto Rico. So I'm from the South. Yeah. So it is an honor for me to be here and speaking into you. Um, it's, it's, uh, I don't take this from granted, guys. Um, and, 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 and I believe that you guys were that Nehemiah that came to the city in a point where um, we need to be reminded of the responsibility that we have in here. And there was a lot of us, Esdras and, and Nehemiahs here already, and you guys came like Nehemiah to wake us up, to enlighten us, to spark that creativity in us. So for that, thank you, and I honor you. I love how they came to the state and, and start walking around the city. And, and start exploring and get to know the city and, and see what we were about, right? And, and, and I think that that should be honor 
Because not a lot of other people come and do that. A lot of people come, they want to establish whatever, but they don't take the time to get to know you. And when I, was, when I, when, when I did approach them, I was kind of scared. I didn't want uh, to be, feel weird or it was awkward. But I was in this prayer uh, in this gathering, prayer gathering, and, and, and I, the Holy Spirit told me, go and say hi to them. And it's like, um, what? <laughs> and I, like I said, I didn't want this to, be, to feel weird. So here's the second time. And, 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 and you know the Holy Spirit, how it is, right? That he, he tells you very smoothly. And, and then second time, it gets stronger. <laughs> and, and I know when that voice start getting stronger. So when the Holy Spirit says, go and say hi to them, I didn't, I didn't think it again. So I went and I say hi. And from that, this relationship has grown. And, and it's, it's, like I said, it's a huge honor. Um, and I'll tell you more, a little bit of my journey in, in, in a minute. Um, so today I would like to start in reading Ecclesiastes 3.10. Um, verse 10, 11, and 12. And I was already kind of nervous about coming here and speaking um, in front of them already. <laughs> And then Eric says, oh, that's my favorite verse. <laughs> and what? <laughs> and it's like, um, okay. <laughs> and then this morning he repeated again, oh, we're going to uh, debate after uh, you preach. It's like, um, what? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> and I love because... It, this this is a lot of, a lot to, to taking right, and it says I have seen the burden God has placed on us all. Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so. People cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I conclude, there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. Do you think we can do that? Do you think we can enjoy ourselves as long as we can? So... Let me pray. Father, thank you for the great opportunity that you have given me to be here today and speaking to your people. Holy Spirit, take over and speak life. Let your presence be manifested and allow me to speak what is in your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. It calls my attention because it uses the word burden. And then another version says heavy burden. And then it says 
that God has made everything beautiful for its own time. That brings me to understand that even though those things that feel heavy and it feels that we cannot carry them and it feels that we cannot manage, they're beautiful in their own time. So you might not understand everything that is happening happening right now, or maybe it happened 5, 10, 20 years ago, and you still cannot manage the burden. I would like to say to you today that everything is beautiful in its own time. And sometimes we tend to kind of try to manage or try to, 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 to jump into God's time and micromanage what God is doing. But the time is not yet. So if everything is beautiful in its own time, I believe that because of the burden, we are losing perspective of what God is trying to do. And it's Christmas. And I was hoping for a Christmas message. (laughs) And maybe you were expecting that. But for a lot of people, this season is filled with sadness. Two years ago, we lost a spiritual daughter that it was spent about 12 years with us. We went to a mission trip. She had health issues, and she was gone in Guatemala. That hit us hard. But we decided to do something. We decide that even though it still hurts sometimes, that will not ruin my Christmas. We will not allow for that to happen. So if our spirit and our soul understand that we carry eternity in our hearts, we will have a different perspective of what God is doing. Allow me to propose to you that we have the ability of to have a glance into the future just like we have the ability to remember. I'm not talking about the future that you fear. I'm talking about the future that you dream of. The future future that you desire. And you might not see it right now, but in your mind, in your heart, 
there is this brilliant future that has been embedded in you since you were born. My family called me the dreamer. Because since I was a child, I always told my family, you will see. My, my mom embedded in me the fact that everything, everything works for good for those that love the Lord. So I remember I was just a teen and, and I used to love these cars. I love cars and, and I used to love this car. And, and, and it was a Honda Civic um, uh, from, from the 90s. And, and <laughs> Any car lovers? So I wanted that car. And I couldn't have that car in Puerto Rico. But I went to Florida. And I had the opportunity to own that car in Florida. And it was just a little step. It was just a little something. And, God, and what God can do for you if you just simply believe. You might not, you might not have seen with your eyes yet. But I believe that the legacy that you dream of and the eternity that it's embedded in you, in your heart, will allow you to see if you just simply open your eyes into your future. Perhaps that is what allows you to dream. If you stop dreaming, I don't care what age you have right now, please, let's dream together for the sake of our children. I'm 45 years old, and I'm still dreaming like a dream in my teens. And I'm still believing for great things. Little things, big things, middle things, great things, everything. I'm still believing. If I'm here today, anything can happen. Speaking in front of heroes of mine. (laughs) Now it's going to allow you to reach the impossible. Now, the problem is that you cannot dream. The problem is what it's holding you from doing it. And what is that? And that's the topic of today. What it is and what it's not. What it is and what it's not. I believe that what it is and what it's not, it's born from the desire to do what is right. However, in our humanity, We lost sight of the eternity that God has placed in us. That is what limits us from thinking beyond of what we know. Not understanding that it was God who 
place in our human heart, the eternity, even though when we cannot see the whole scope of God's work. I believe that we all have and need a foundation. We all need a biblical foundation. We all need to stand in the rock. But that should not stop you from believing in greater things. In eternity. For you. For your family. Let me share a little bit of my journey. Um, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Um, that was around 80s and 90s. And we did not have a window to the world. So my perspective of life was limited. All the TV stations were local. And I remember when the uh, international TV bought one of the local stations. We would start seeing all these new things that it was like, what in the world is going on? I remember to seeing this, uh, 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 this uh, what is it, Le Premios Lo Nuestro. It, it's like a, what is that, like a, yeah, it's a Latino award called Premio Lo Nuestro. The, the, they're, they're held in, in Miami. Uh, and, and I remember to hear this Mexican music that I never heard in my life before. I always thought about Mexican being mariachis, right? <laughs> and then I hear this music, it's called banda. And it sounds like, oh, 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 oh. And it's like, what in the world is that? It's small I know, but it's, but it's big music. Small region, but then it's, 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 it's famous, it's popular. In, in Mexico. And we didn't know about that. All I knew was salsa, merengue, and reggaeton. <laughs> so when, I, when, I, when I, I'm being exposed to all this and, and seeing them winning awards for what, what? For what? Banda? All these new things start coming into my life. And I started being exposed to more and more and more. The internet came. I moved to Florida. And then I'm exposed to the mainland. And let me tell you something funny about Puerto Rico. It's like, it's so confusing. <laughs> because you're American, but then you are not. <laughs> you're American, but you cannot vote for your president. And then there's this thought about Puerto Rico. That it's, it's a, a misconception of that Puerto Rico takes a lot of money for the mainland. That it's a pure lie. Puerto Rico gives so much to the mainland. So much more. And if you ever hear about, oh, Puerto Rico is taking this, Puerto Rico is, no, it's, it's backwards. We're giving a lot to the mainland. So, there's a lot of things that you come to explore and, and, and come to experience when you come to the mainland because, number one, you speak Spanish. 
I didn't speak English at all. I was 18. I didn't speak English. So I have to learn a new language. The only reason I came is because she said, oh, I'm moving to uh, Florida. I said, I'm not leaving you. You are way too hot for me to leave you. I know my wife, Anna, my beautiful wife that I forgot to present. I know her since uh, we were about around eight years old. So I've been looking her <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> and I've been after her for a long time. So we were uh, uh, right after high school. And uh, no, you're not living without me. <laughs> so when you come here, it's a new language. It's a new culture. It's a new experience. And everything is new. And then... Um, if, if I thought banda, the music banda was different, uh, I came to explore different musics over here. And when I came to um, South Carolina in 2004, I hear bluegrass. That took me all the way to Beverly Hills. Uh, um, remember that show? The, what was, what was Beverly Hills? Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly, yeah, I know that all because I believe that show is like black and white, right? But I'm not that old. But I remember seeing it. And I remember the music. And it was all new to me. And when I came here, oh, what is popular? Blue, blue what? And it's all amazing. And it's all great. I love to explore. I love to uh, get to know new cultures, new people. But, but this is the thing. When you are limited, when you get to experience these things, sometimes what it is and what it's not holds you back to explore and to get to know and get to experience new things, things that the Father has placed in you to be manifested. So, so when I'm exploring all these new things, um, you, you have the temptation to, to like step back and it's like, oh, what is that? So today I would like to invite you to don't be limited for, for, for what it is and what it's not. Don't allow you that to limit you. We get to Florida. We spent two years in Orlando. And we party so much that we were about to be divorced and we moved to Stewart, Florida. It's about two hours down south and we experienced Christ in our home. It was an amazing experience and, 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 and I tell everybody, you need to have your own experience. Why? Because once you have your experience, nobody can tell you otherwise. So it, it doesn't matter what anybody can tell me. I know that Christ is real. I know the Holy Spirit is real. I experienced it in my home. We were there. You were not. So leave it at that. And that is the God that my mama told me about. So I get to experience. I remember mommy um, in, in the living room going like, whoa, 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 crazy. And then there was demon manifested, and there was uh, stuff happening. It's like, what is that? 
But I remember that as a child. So when I get to experience as an adult, it was, it was like part of me. Now, the thing about that is that when we get to Christ, we spend eight years under a religious organization. So for eight years, we were limited in what to think about God and his kingdom. And to move forward, it was 2008 when I decided to purchase a book from Miles Monroe to talk about the kingdom. And that book changed my life completely. So in 2009, I spent 2009 seeking the kingdom. Because I came to understand that I was talking, preaching about Jesus, but not his message. So in 2009, I spent the whole year preaching that book. It was so easy, one book for the whole year. <laughs> I wish I can do that again. That would be awesome. And that's how I found out about Eric and Candace. That's how I find out about what they were doing. A lot of more people that were into kingdom word, and they were manifesting a lot of great things. And that's how my life changed till today. But for eight, but, but for eight years, I was just being a prisoner of what it is and what it's not. Because a lot of us, we were shaping a form that it's been limitless. And every time you hear something new, even though you like it, even though you're here and you hear this philosopher, I believe that Eric is a philosopher for this time. And I, when you hear what he's talking and what Candace is bringing to the table, it, it, it's, it's like, what is that? I like it, but it's, it's kind of, mm. mm. Hold on a minute. This is, this is, this is. And I understand that it's kind of difficult to process sometimes. There's thing about when you reach 40s. You stop caring a lot less. I, when I reach my 40s, um, I have to uh, process a lot of things. But there's one thing that I'm really enjoying right now is that I am more busy in what God is doing than worry about what people are thinking about that. Now, why I'm sharing all this? Because I believe the time has come where you have to embrace and listening that eternity that God has placed in your heart. I believe that the time has come to understand that there's nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. Because if there's something that my spiritual daughter taught me when she died, is that life is short. She was 40 years old. So, 
it's, this is your time for you to embrace what God is doing. And I would like to close with this. The battle always ends with what it is and what it's not. Because every one of us always are going to go back to our perspective. And we will have been so conditioning from what it is and what it's not that we lose sight of what it can be. And I know that in your heart, there is that fear not to offend God. And I can understand that. Because I spent eight years doing that. And you don't want to offend God because of what it is and what it could be. But please do not allow that to stop for you to being curious. Because if we do so, we stop exploring God and his kingdom. And there is so much more that we can comprehend. There's so much more that we can process. And I believe that little by little, that eternity that is embedded in us is going to run through our DNA, run through our, our, our body and spirit and soul. And it will allow you to, to, to understand what God is doing. Even if it's a burden, even if it hurts, you will come to understand if you just rest in that eternity. Allow God to break your threshold without feeling that you're offending God. Even though when you are upset with God, you do not offend God. And that is hard to understand. Because sometimes we think that we cannot get upset with God. Guess what? He understands. He knows your heart. And he knows that what you are feeling comes from a good place. And I'm not talking about uh, uh, cursing God or anything like that. I'm talking about just being mad at him because we do not understand. And we go through that sometimes. And I believe that that is okay. If you allow God to show you what he wants through that eternity, you will rejoice. You will enjoy the next chapters of your life and the life of studio. This new season in your life and in studio life are going to be beautiful. You guys have two years, two beautiful years. How do I know that? Because I've been here from the beginning. I even came to meetings that I was not supposed to. I was here like an spy. 
let me make sure that these people do not want to mess with our southerness, right? <laughs> the reality is that I came here to learn. I remember coming uh, from one of the meetings that was for uh, small groups. Because if there's something that I like to do is to learn. So I would like for you, I would like to invite you for you to just lay your head in their hearts. And let's explore that eternity together. There's so much more to reach. There's so much more that we can get. There's so much more to learn and to embrace. Let's do that together. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this beautiful congregation, you beautiful people. Thank you for studio. Thank you for Eric. Thank you for Candace. Thank you for his team. My prayer is that everything that you, that you have deposited in their hearts, that eternity that has been deposited in their heart, it's been, allow for that to be spread into the upstate and to the region. That we can become a beacon. Allow us to spark that creativity in others. Allow us to enjoy what you are doing. Allow us to not to be blinded by what it is and what it's not. Allow to break with traditions and religion and everything that I can hold your manifested presence. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to today's talk. If you're interested in learning more about Studio here in Greenville, you can go check out our website, studiogreenville.com, and you can give us a follow on Instagram. Our handle is studio.greenville. Have a great week.